0: All right we're sitting here with two generations of automotive empathy i'm gonna call it i know y'all sometimes sometimes gotta, y'all gotta like brand that There's sometimes a two generations of automotive empathy. i see a wow. trademark coming yeah, oh my gosh amazing. we have father son both serving uh the community of dealers by training and building empathy
1: so yeah i'll just go with that thanks for joining us today no this is awesome I, I still get such a kick out of last year running up. Remember when we kicked it off at the opening gate yes. in Dallas, oh, that was, right?
2: That was super fun. Yeah, yeah. And
1: Sarah and I with you guys. So yeah, it, it wouldn't be an NADA without a soda. Without with us. hanging
2: out. Absolutely. And this yeah. is, you guys have definitely thrown down this year. It's a really nice space that you've got and, and having conversations in. And totally different than your last year space for sure.
1: <laughs> remember we were so crowded. <laughs> no, it's been incredible growth this year. And, um, you know that it, it's it's this team full of folks, as you guys know with what you've done with your brand. You know, we get to do these things, and, and they do magic. You know, all <laughs> yeah, the time. Do, so sure. that's, that's really our team back
0: on. there too. For
1: sure. Yeah.
2: All right. We, so uh, when, when we think real quick, just because I just thought of this in our business training companies, people that are dedicated to the training of our industry, that is their sole mission in in their company, are not high growth companies historically, right? Mm -hmm. Which kind of blows my mind because if you ask anyone what's the most important part of of your company, it's like we have to train our people. Mm -hmm. We have to get our people good. Yet for some reason, it's not actually put at the center. It's not scheduled in the day. It's not prioritizing our finances. It's not prioritizing our partners. Why do you think that is?
1: So I think you guys will understand this because I know how you feel about dealers, right? In my leadership class today, I say to them, I don't think things go wrong in a dealership because managers are bad, lazy, or just not trying to do their job. I think we're an industry that has always been very transactional. And every day we go, okay, how many leads came in last night? Okay, do we have them assigned? How many unfinished tasks from the day before? How many cars do we have to sell today? What was our gross yesterday? What's our contracts in transit, right? How many, how many cars carried over in the shop yesterday? What do we have to get parts for? We just, we think transactional. We and think then spreadsheet. Some, yeah, yeah. And, and then somebody goes, hey, could you slow down and could we go take an hour in the training room and let's work on developing our people? And they go, okay, but what if the dealer asks about the unfinished leads from yesterday? Yeah. And everybody goes, yeah, so let's take 10 minutes in the training room and then let's go work on the CRM. I, I think it's good-hearted people in a system that just doesn't easily conform to let's develop our people.
2: Yeah, and and you were telling us, like, obviously, in your goal in... in leading kind of the community management side of, of everything that you guys are doing the, the the like interaction day-to-day with the people that are wanting this level of connection that that training they they're asking for it right yeah what are you seeing in the activity of the people that say i need more i want more i need to know more and why and and how are they interacting with that
3: type of like day-to-day work right now Well, they show up, the ones who do want it, right? You know, every time we go out and visit or we jump on a Zoom call, you know, these people are saying, you know, I don't know how to answer these kind of leads or what do I do when this happens? Or what do I do when I can't get someone to pick up the phone, right? What we find is they're under such like a high stress environment as well, where it's, you know, I got to get more leads. I got to hit my numbers at the point where they're itching to get back out on the floor but they also want the help. So it's almost like a clash, right? And so they need to find the time and they need motivation to find that time. And and so that's really the biggest gap is, you know how do you carve out that time for them and give it to them in a meaningful way that sticks as well? Because another thing too is they go back out there and they just go back to work, right? So getting them to hear it, ingest it, practice it, and then use it is is really the next step. You know?
0: Talk yeah. about your role for a second because um when you talk about community manager, what do you actually mean?
3: Yeah, it's all over. All, you know, at the end of the day, it's like a little personal coach, uh, a moderator. Uh, I've played a therapist before on the phone. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. No you know, one for, in the auto industry on the front lines of dealership I mean, needs a, a therapist. Right. We know this yeah. is true. Right? Yeah, especially someone as unqualified as me. Uh, but it's really whatever you need, right? As a salesperson, you know, I remember my first day on the sales floor. I had zero training, and I took a customer within the first thirty minutes, right? And so wow. they they're desperate for you know guidance. You know they don't know how to take phone calls. They don't know how to you know show a demo a car properly. They don't know how to overcome any objections, right? They just go back to their manager, and they and they ask their manager for advice. And they come out, and the customer says something. They oh, let me go talk to my manager again. And so what they really need is just someone to be able to reach out to who's going to be able to actually work through those things with them, give them real tangible tools and whatnot. And so a community manager can do anything from that to just talking to them, right? Um, We'll answer chats. We'll give you advice on phone calls. We'll talk to you about overcoming objections. And the best part is you can get us within five, five to 10 minutes. I'll answer a chat in less than a minute, right? And so... That's the, the, the key is they don't have that kind of support. So many of them just kind of feel lost or, or they got to figure it out for themselves. Uh, and that's why you see so much turnover at the end of the day as well, too. So, I, love, nah. I love
0: the title, because I was a community manager. What community? He's like, yeah. well, the people we train. Yeah. yeah. It's like even it's so the cool. adoption of it as a community and not a it's client so or a customer or, yeah. you know, live support. Right? Yeah. No, it's a community. And We're here. To help well, you. My I partner
1: Ken Herforth, who's our co-founder, right from day one, he said, "Dave, we can't just drop people in technology. You can't just go from a human helping them learn to a hey, here's some technology. Go keep learning. Go play the game." He said, "You got to keep a community. You got to let them talk. You got to let them play together. Soon we'll have team chat where they can help each other, right yeah. and." And I don't think any of us are just ready to be dropped from learning into tech. Okay, have fun. So what he does is, it's the life's breath. How do we get that
2: adopted more broadly? Because like right now, maybe an individual rooftop can kind of like take take that on, but there's a lot of forces outside of just like a general manager's desire to get their people good that come into play like uh you know pressure from outside pressure from the consumer pressure from the dealer pressure from the oem that all like puts that at odds with my day-to-day activity how do we get that more broadly i mean outside of like the awareness of sitting here and and podcasting what does it take to make that a broad scope where not just a gm cares about it but like the gm is supported by the industry to care
1: yeah. It's a hard problem. Um, I think you guys were ahead of the market with love people more than cars. And I think we're still stuck in that same place where we're ahead of a marketplace because so when I tell dealers about the community, they go, well, they won't be able to talk to people at other dealerships, will they?
2: Right. That's yeah. yes. And that's I go, exactly. that's
1: huge. I look at the dealer and I go, you know, they do already. Right. <laughs> right. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, well, there's Facebook groups, and then there's this thing called Reddit, and there's Reddit channels where they even exchange pay plans. He goes, they show my pay plan to people? And I go, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure do. They're in community already. Now, the question is, can we create a positive learning community? So I just don't lose track of who these people are because we're in dealership still. They are a, a single mom with two kids who decided to give automotive a try. They are... Uh, a boy and a girl who have a baby together who desperately want to get out of a crummy apartment and he doesn't want this job not to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You saw them. You saw them. We all know what they look like and they deserve better in their opportunity to learn. And my last part of the answer is it's why our learning only happens on mobile devices, right? Because I think you have to let learning and community happen when and where, they want. They already are. Instead of, no, you must sit at a computer in the dealership yep. and watch videos. Log in here. Yes. Yeah. Log in here, Freedom. sit
2: on this thing that you don't like to sit on anyway and watch this long video that really, no, in a the, format that, that you don't want to watch. That you hate, that doesn't look like and feel like YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. that you're always on. All the stuff on you'd on. rather be watching. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: cool. Well, gentlemen, listen, um, I wish we had more time. We'll certainly have more conversations. I love two generations working to solve the same problem. Thank you for the work that you do together. And with we got body. fun
1: stuff to share with you. Great stuff coming. So yeah. anytime you want us, we'll tell us. We'll be chatting soon, I'm sure. Yeah, yes, I've been
3: pitching him on getting billboards with us back to back, you know. Oh, yes. here we go. As long it's as you wear matching suits. Yeah. matching suits. Matching yeah, whatever, whatever suits. Generations
1: of empathy. It's <laughs> perfect. He got the tall thread in our family. I don't stand next to him in pictures very often. <laughs>
2: Ah, thanks again.